0: On this episode of The Conversation Piece, we present The Walrus Talks Gender-Based Violence, made possible by the Canadian Women's Foundation and produced by The Walrus Lab. On the podcast, experts from various industries talk about supporting abuse survivors and changing a culture of violence that happens behind closed doors. Have you birthed, inherited, adopted, or guided a child today? You've planned all the ways to love, nurture, and keep them safe. The notion of safety for a child is not the exception. It is the rule, or should be. However, many 2S LGBTQI plus people face abuse and harassment, often at a young age. Society needs to update how it includes and supports all children. Welcome to The Walrus Talks Gender-Based Violence, a series of episodes made possible by the Canadian Women's Foundation and produced by The Walrus. I'm Emma Mackenzie-Hillier. As the percentage of 2S LGBTQI youth aged 15 to 24 increases, there is more of a need to support those who face abuse and harassment than before. JP Kane, aka Facelift, and Caleb Robertson, aka Fluffy Soufflé, are storytellers and the stars of the fabulous show with Faye and Fluffy. They explore the violence faced by the 2S LGBTQI community and highlight the importance of building safe spaces that empower children to be who they are. They spoke at the Walrus Talks Gender-Based Violence.
2: Hi, everyone. We're going to start off with our chat with the words that we say at the beginning of every episode of The Fabulous Show with Faye and Fluffy. We're on a mission to be fabulous.
1: Bring joy, and most importantly, read the the house house down. (laughs) My name is Caleb Robertson. Uh, My pronouns are he, him, and I'm a transgender, masculine person. I am also Fluffy Souffle, a non-binary drag performer whose pronouns are they, them. I am the gender diversity you've all been hearing about. (laughs) 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 I, uh, have then of course faced gender-based violence as a young girl, uh, as a masculine presenting woman, as a transgender person, and most unexpectedly as a drag performer who just wanted to read some stories to kids. I have also had to recognize my own privilege as someone who now presents as a white man-ish. And my responsibility now to be aware of other people's safety and comfort. This week right now is Transgender Awareness Week, uh, which ends on November 20th, which is internationally recognized as Transgender Day of Remembrance. Sadly, it has began in 1999, and my community was given this day to specifically remember the lives of people who have lost their lives in the previous year due to anti-transgender violence. And so each year we read the names of the people who we have lost, and unfortunately, that doesn't include everybody because We also have a lot of people in our community who may not be recognized, who don't get recognized in their deaths as who they lived in their life. And so we're taking that time this week to acknowledge all of those people of our community.
2: My name is J.P. Kane. My pronouns are he, him. I'm an educator with the TDSB, celebrating 27 years. Currently, I am a kindergarten teacher I am also drag performer, facelift. I began my performance career in 2007 at Buddies and Bad Times Theater. My first experience of being exposed to gender-based violence occurred in a place where all children should feel ultimately the safest. It occurred at home. I was a soft and gentle little boy. This very fact shook the foundations of my father's notion of masculinity. I am a survivor of childhood sexual abuse at the hands of two different priests and also an uncle. At the age of 10, I was watching a documentary. I believe it was called The Human Animal, hosted by um, Desmond Morris. They were talking about homosexuality. I turned to my dad and I just asked, what does it mean to be homosexual? He paused and his response was, if you are one, tell me now and I will put you out of your misery. It was in that moment that I knew I was truly alone in my family. But over the years, I have found unconditional love and support in found family.
1: We've been doing story times together for over seven years now, and have been thrilled to be invited to so many institutions in Toronto, the ROM, the AGO, Harbourfront Centre, as well as many schools, public libraries, community centres, and uh, lots of neighbourhood community events. Our first goal was to read some stories with kids and have some laughs. Uh, We also really wanted to take inspiration and provide safe spaces and inclusive spaces for our communities and our allies to gather together and enjoy the art of drag as a family. Drag has been happening for families forever. The experience has been incredible. Uh, We get the honor of sending out a message of joy, of celebrating diversity, of being proud of your family and of yourself, and interacting with some of the most incredible human beings out there kids. Our events are magical and empowering. Uh, On occasion, we would receive emails, which were a little bit offensive to us. Uh, They were often threatening and sometimes littered with Bible quotes. Instagram gives you an opportunity to block certain words. So I had to sit there and think of every offensive, nasty thing that we could be called so that I could block it. Occasionally I'd have to revisit that list as a new word would sneak through or people would find creative ways to spell things so that they would also get through. Because we always wanted our Instagram to be a place where families can scroll together. So we do not have any tolerance for any kind of negativity and hatred. And occasionally we see that on other posts of a, a library might be excited to have us out there and then we scroll through the comments and it's disheartening.
2: There have been so many changes in the story times, particularly around the past eight months. However, with the arrival of the pandemic and the unhinged conspiracy theories and the hate, we have noticed an uptick in threats, which have become increasingly violent in nature. In the past eight months, we've been experiencing real-life protesters, transphobes, homophobes, and actual Nazis. There is definitely a correlation between the rise of the anti science, anti vax, and conspiracy theorists, spewing rhetoric and vile accusations of us being groomers and pedophiles. A huge, massive shout out to brave librarians yeah. who have championed our story times from the inception of Faye and Fluffy Storytime. When we go to events now, we are actually embraced with open arms. Um, We are actually also given detailed maps and clandestine routes in order to avoid the harassment. Often there are police presence in those spaces which totally go against a lot of what we believe in. Again, we are reading stories to children encouraging them to be proud of who they are, encouraging them to be proud of their families. Sending a message to communities all over Ontario that these spaces are safe and inclusive ones.
1: Needless to say, these dehumanizing threats have had an impact on our mental health, raising our already present anxiety as we go into new spaces. Uh, Recently, just in the last couple months in Mississauga, we were there with CBC's The National, uh, which you can check out that episode that they did about violence against drag story times. We had no idea there was gonna be anything there other than a beautiful time. What they actually captured was an invasion of our space. It was a public space outdoors. As we started our story time, suddenly we were filled with uh, predominantly men, And this beautiful space that was filled with children and families suddenly had massive signage with vile statements, drones recording us, men standing in front of families recording themselves, uh, people yelling out Bible quotes again, and uh, just trying to interrupt and disrupt what was a time, turning these families into uh, activists who were just there, to enjoy some stories and have a nice afternoon. One of the most offensive sights that we saw that day was these groups of people have appropriated orange shirts. And they are now wearing orange shirts with the hashtag Save Our Children and uh, a ill-written um, endorsement of military hero worship, uh, which really just broke our hearts. Yeah. Uh, but we remained and we did our story time and we will never back down.
2: Yeah. So. In a few weeks, we will begin filming our second series for our show. We are recent recipients of the Shaw Rocket Fund Kids' Choice Award, where children and families across the country voted, and we won, and we beat out Paw Patrol.
1: Uh, As much as we love what we are doing, as much as we have been embraced by kids and families across Canada and around the world, children are still being harassed in schools. Several of the kids in our circle are being harassed, bullied, and facing physical violence in their schools based on their gender presentations. Families are being verbally assaulted at our shows, and we refuse to crawl away and hide in any proverbial closet, because what belongs in closets? Clothes, not people. So we want children to see their communities reflected around them in what we do. They deserve to see that. And the literacy they consume, it is our duty to be there for those children and uplift their voices and celebrate who they are as they have embraced us so much. Thank Thank you you. so much.
0: (laughs) J.P aka Facelift and Caleb Robertson, aka Fluffy Souffle, are storytellers and the stars of the fabulous show with Faye and Fluffy. They explore the violence faced by the 2S LGBTQI community and highlight the importance of building safe spaces that empower children to be who they are. They spoke at the Walrus Talks Gender-Based Violence presented by the Canadian Women's Foundation. To hear more of these talks, subscribe to the conversation piece on your favorite podcast platform. You can register for upcoming events online or at a city near you by visiting thewalrus.ca slash events.